Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. I'm telling you, Gavin, I could have been a DJ. I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. I'm an ass. The following podcast contains... Now, cursing is not something that most comedians do. Sorry for cursing. I want you to stop cursing. I've been... I've been using all the wrong swear words. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you thought it was a good idea to make the internet more like a shitty cable television package, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host Dave Bledsoe and this is a Sunday, November 26, 2017, Violations of the Neutral Zone, special edition of the show talking about net neutrality. Stay tuned while you still can. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Fast Eddie's Internet, where it's always the slow lane. Do you miss the good old days of the internet, the halcyon era of dial-up modems and pay-by-the-hour? Miss then no more. Fast Eddie's internet is the internet of the future. Gone will be the high-speed pipe funneling information and entertainment into your home. The future is in tiered content. For just $99.95 a month, you get a basic package with email and search by Yahoo. Fast Eddie's is owned by Verizon, just like Yahoo. Want more speed and more content? For $29.95, you get Google. $49.95 a month, and you get all the internet except for content hosted on our competitors. Ask about the $5.95 Facebook Extra. For just a little more, you get Facebook, Instagram, and whatever else Facebook is willing to pay us to give to you. Use the promo code THISWILLHAPPEN and get one free month of Netflix access. Netflix fees not included. The Romulans are hailing us. On screen. Captain Picard. I hardly expected to see you again so soon. It seems this time you are the one who has made an aggressive move across the neutral zone. Well, shit. Here we are again on a Sunday, doing a special edition. This first special edition says October 10th, 2016, when a fellow by the name of James Comey... Oh yeah, that guy. ...told Congress that while investigating some dick pics, he'd found something. Something that might be relevant to the election. Except, of course, it wasn't and was probably the straw that broke America's back. So what is so important that I would break out the special edition music? It's a What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast special edition. I love the special edition. Oh, it's great. What did I break it out for? We have Romulans in the neutral zone. What? Romulan. Okay, I can't conclusively prove that Federal Communications Commissioner Edgar Pye is a Romulan, but it's the kind of disingenuous, underhanded duplicity being displayed by Pye that is the exact sort of thing a Romulan would do. Earth believes the Romulans to be warlike, cruel, 
treacherous. Now, before you get all pissy that I'm othering a jit pipe for being of Indian descent, first of all, fuck you. I don't do that shit. And second of all, he doesn't get a free pass from being a puppet of the oligarchy because he has brown skin. I'm comparing him to a Romulan because it's a cheap hook to hang a hastily conceived podcast on. What is going on that made me stop what I was doing on a Sunday, which was mostly watching porn and drinking? Remember now, keep holy the Lord's Day. To do a show? Why is this more important than the many things I haven't done a special edition about? Because net neutrality is a big fucking deal, all right? I mean, sure, with, with health care, a bunch of people could die, but you start fucking with net neutrality, and I could lose my porn. And there's some things for which I cannot stand. In Political last Monday, they outlined this. President Donald Trump's appointed PIES plan would jettison rules that prohibit, prohibit internet service providers from blocking or slowing web traffic or creating so-called paid fast lanes. What the fuck does that even mean? What it means is that the FCC has decided that unlike electricity or drinking water, the internet is not a public utility, and the companies that can provide the internet can do whatever they jolly well like. How can the FCC do that? Well, as they are appointed and not elected... I'd like to repeat that because it sounds vaguely important. The FCC, an appointed body, not elected, answerable only to the president, decided on its own that... That the internet is not like, say, your water or your lights or even your telephone. It's just this thing, you know? They can do, like I said, whatever they jolly well feel like. And what they feel like doing is repealing Obama-era FCC regulations that prohibited the FCC from charging content providers like Netflix or Hulu more money to carry their content, a charge that would immediately fall on the consumer in the form of higher rates. These rules apply to all web content providers, from Google all the way down to Fast Eddie's podcast at Podcast Network. These rules also prevented the providers from creating a consumer tier system where the consumer paid extra for higher bandwidth content like streaming video. That's right, pod friend. Not only would they charge the company when then the company would charge you, your cable company would also charge you at the same time. You're getting fucked coming and going. You know how you pay your cable bill, but you also pay HBO, Showtime, Skinamax, all these other sort of things in addition to your cable bill? That's exactly what they want to do with your internet. In the worst case scenarios, you purchase your internet service exactly the same way you already buy that cable. You buy your basic service at slow speeds. I mean, your speeds are already shit compared to most of the rest of the world, but imagine going back to dial-up speeds for a, just a small fee. You might even remember what that's like. Welcome. You've got mail. It's 1996 and it's a $300 AOL bill. Your parents remember those if you don't. 
And essentially, you will be back in AOL because your provider is now so enmeshed with the studios, they will offer their content as a cheaper fee than other places. If you have Comcast Internet, you get NBC Universal stuff, cheap. You have Verizon, you get to have whatever shit studio Verizon owns these days, I can't keep track of it. And you pay off the ass for everything else. Also, say your cable provider is a family-owned Christian company, and they don't want porn on their wires. Well then there's no porn on their wires. You essentially can't connect to those websites. You're starting to scare me. You should be scared because the shit is happening. What the providers say is they want to spur competition and fairly balance costs across the internet. They're fucking lying. They're looking to extract every single penny out of their customers that they can. Do you think Comcast gives a shit about you? Have you ever used Comcast? The providers swear they would never throttle your speeds or exclude content. I mean, th th they promise. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. After all, this is a company that lies every single goddamn time they tell you when a service tech will arrive. I'm supposed to trust them to not do the one thing that would make them billions of dollars every single year? Right. Now, maybe you buy all the bullshit being sold by the FCC and the Republicans paid for their, by their cable and internet carrier masters. Maybe you believe this is all just some liberal nonsense that drunk Dave is blathering on about. Maybe I'm just freaking out over nothing. Really? Have you turned on your radio lately? Go ahead, run over, turn it on for a minute, listen to it, then change the station to a different station. I'll wait. Are you back? That was fucking terrible, right? And that fucking terrible radio brings me to my mini way back. Our mini way back this week takes us to February 8th, 1996, and a brand new law just took effect. The law was touted as a massive reworking of the nation's antiquated rules covering communications, bringing them into the modern age. The Telecommunication, Telecommunication Act of 1996 stated objective was to open up markets to competition by removing regulatory barriers to entry. The conference report refers to the bill to, quote, provide for a pro-competitive deregulatory national policy framework designed to accelerate rapidly private sector deployment of advanced information technologies and services to all Americans by opening telecommunications markets to competition, unquote which is a lot of bullshit because what it did do was remove a lot of barriers that protected smaller content providers from assimilation by bigger rivals. Prior to 1996, one could not own multiple radio or television stations serving the same market, meaning that radio and TV stations, not the network, but were locally owned and operated. They possessed their own unique and distinct flavor, political leanings, and personalities. No more than the ink had dried on that bill when corporations started buying small stations at individual markets and consolidating them in the name of efficiency and profit. Profit. And at the time, the case was many of these stations actually lost money. But through centralization and consolidation through these corporations, they became money-making fucking machines. This was at the cost of individuality. A corporation called Clear Channel began buying local radio stations around the country. And Clear Channel was and is considered among radio veterans... 
This company is evil incarnate. And Clear Channel fired staff who'd worked at these stations for decades and replaced them with generic DJs at central facilities streamed in via satellites. The only difference was they ran local ads. The music played on the stations was dictated by the corporate, meaning what you heard in Las Cruces, New Mexico, was the same thing you heard on the air in Bangor, Maine. The news was canned from corporate, with maybe a smidge of local news laid at the top or the bottom of the break, and even the traffic reports were consolidated. One person did traffic for dozens of stations. You could switch from traffic on the ones to traffic on the fives and hear the exact same literal thing. Same person, same words, exactly. Clear Channel destroyed American radio. It wasn't video. It wasn't the internet that did that. It was Clear Channel. And they have the fucking audacity to rename themselves iHeart fucking radio. They butchered radio and turned it into a warm glop of shit mundanity. Then they came for the local television stations. Now that's been going on at least as long as the radio, but now with Sinclair buying everything and pushing out Trumpaganda, it's fucking obscene. But that's a show by itself. Let's just stick to Clear Channel destroying radio. And that's what's gonna happen to the internet if we don't stop this rule change. Except, you know, you'll be paying a lot more for your radio when radio now remains, I don't know, free? Or at least carrying the gift of life, almost free? The cable companies and your wireless carriers, if they're not the same, have a vested fucking interest in getting control of your content. They want you in wall gardens where they can keep every single dime you pay if possible, or at least get a good chunk of the money you spend outside the walls. Right now, the only thing between us and the end of net neutrality once and for all is Google, Facebook, and Amazon. They're fighting the bad guys. They're the bad guys. Tony Montana is right. They are bad guys. But they don't want this shit any more than we do because they don't want to pay anything more than they have to either. So the enemy of my enemy is not my friend, but it is where I go to buy a lot of shit these days. We've got three weeks to do something about this, and there are so many other things to fight at the same time. The GOT, GOP tax plan that's going to fuck us in an entirely different way altogether, and hey, kill Obamacare. So while you're calling your senators and shithead congressional reps, also mention net neutrality, because this one is the one that can happen without Congress. It's going to happen anyway, most likely, but the, the quick way to do something is to head on over to www.battleforthenet.com. You'll find resources to help you make your voice heard. This is actually important. I know it sounds kind of silly and self-involved, but it, the world runs around the internet, and unless it is free and unchecked by the corporate oligarchs, they will tear it apart to extract every last dime. And that's the reason why we made the damn internet in the first place. Oh, sure, you might have heard that it was to, you know, keep us connected after nuclear war. It wasn't. It's because the day that I fucking threw my fucking cable box on the desk of the internet company of the cable company was never i never felt more free than when i heard it thump on that goddamn counter here i don't want this anymore i can't go back to that i can't i don't want the radio to become as i don't want the internet to become as bad as radio jesus i was supposed to be a dj i was going to be a newspaper reporter and then they took that too they are not taking this podcast for me not today satan not today that is it for our special editions. You know, I just did all that stuff on Friday. You know what you have to do about rating and reviewing and Twitter and all that sort of shit. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. I'm, go over to battleforthenet.com and do something. And then say something about the tax bill. God damn it. Gavin, is this ever going to end? Yeah, good point. We wouldn't have a show. We'll see you all 
next week. Begin the day with a friendly voice, companion on our true self. Play that song that's so elusive, and the magic music makes your morning mood. Up on your way, hit the open road. There is magic at your fingers. Kings. Podcasts.